Hey, fams! Welcome to episode two of OnlyFams. This is MJ Duh, Wody the Baddest, and Harry. And today we have a special guest with us, our good friend Ivy. Let's hear from Ivy. Hey guys, my name is Ivy. I'm 21. I'm still in school and I'm studying political science. Here we yeah. mm-hmm. Tell people what you like, just for you know, scientific scientific purposes. Mm, I'm very much gay. <laughs> and I like I'm everything. Black. I'm black. <laughs> um guys brief apology about um not dropping an episode last week if you didn't know well we had a hurricane last week or is it this week this week we had a hurricane this week and no i'm not talking about our pussies we're talking about hurricane ian yeah so prayers up to people in fort myers you know it was supposed to destroy us but unfortunately it did a curve and got them so prayers for them Yes, yes, yes. Prayer for you guys. But um, in this episode, we'll be focusing on stereotypes within the community. Uh, so let's get into it. Okay, so our first topic will be bottom shaming. I'm about to break this down in case we have any um, allies listening. <laughs> A bottom is usually the one that submits. It could be sexually, during the relationship, just socially, you know. And so when someone bottom shames, they just talk and not talk a shit about the person who don't be on top, basically. So who wants to go first? <laughs> yeah, in other words, you know, a bottom is basically a person that's in a submissive position sexually. And, you know, we do have some power bottoms in the room. Can can we get some whoop whoop for some power bottoms? <laughs> We got some power bottoms in the room and we got some shit to say. We got some shit to say. So in terms of bottom shaming, bottom shaming is basically the shame that us bottoms receive from tops or you know so crazy. I've been I've been seeing people receive shame as bottoms from non-queer people. Ooh. Exactly. It's giving homophobia. It's giving homophobia, it's giving you don't know your place, babe. You don't know your place, okay? Listen, I don't got nothing to say about bottom shaming. First of all, I identify as a switch, but if I was a bottom, please don't talk shit. Because, you know, you have a lot of hard tops out there. You know, if it wasn't for us bottoms, what y'all was going to do? Because, you know, a lot of y'all like to give in to the stereotypes of, you know, there has to be a top and a bottom. But I digress. Anybody else have a comment? Um, Well, I do identify as a bottom. Others may say I identify as verse, but the girls that know, no. Um, so yeah, um, I just, I don't agree with the bottom shaming aspect just because me personally, I don't let tops talk to me any type of way. Okay. Um, hello. I'll, hello. Put a, I'll put a top in their place before they put me in my place. Okay. And I guess that's why some tops don't, you know, fuck with me as much because okay. I don't really, you know, I don't, I'm not the submissive type, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to just talk shit all the time. Like, obviously, you know, I try to be submissive. This bitch likes to fight. <laughs> He's Not a fighter. True. He's a fighter. He's false, a fighter. False. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just don't take shit, you know, and that's just how I am. Like, I'm period. not going to let nobody shame me, period, you know? And I also feel like a lot of people, I feel as though a lot of tops have an entitled personality. Like, yeah, I'm topping you. This is that. Just based off the position. But you also have to consider, first of all, are you doing a good job? And a lot of times, bottoms will lie. A lot of times, bottoms will lie. And let me tell you something to a lot of you tops so dab. It's not a flex to have a big dick and not know how to use it. It's not a flex to have a big dick and not how to use it. Because what you're doing with the magical tool for Mickey Mouse and you're just willy-nilly walking up down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't know what the fuck to do. And just because it's big don't mean that the sex is good. Okay, hello. Mm. Hello. To destroy us, but unfortunately, it did a curve and got them so prayers for them yes 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 prayer for you guys but um in this episode we'll be focusing on stereotypes within the community uh, so let's get into it 
Okay, so our first topic will be bottom shaming. I'm going to have to break this down in case we have any um, allies listening. (laughs) A bottom is usually the one that submits. It could be sexually, during the relationship, just socially, you know. And when someone bottom shames, they just talk a shit about the person who don't be on top, basically. So who wants to go first? (laughs) Yeah, in other words, you know, a bottom is basically a person that's in a submissive position sexually. And, you know, we do have some power bottoms in the room. Can can we get some whoop whoop for some power bottoms? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got some power bottoms in the room and we got some shit to say. We got some shit to say. So in terms of bottom shaming, bottom shaming is basically the shame that us bottoms receive from tops or you know so crazy i've been i've been seeing people receive shame as bottoms from non-queer people Ooh. exactly it's giving homophobia it's giving homophobia it's giving you don't know your place babe you don't know your place okay listen i don't got nothing to say about bottom shaming first of all i identify as a switch but if i was a bottom please don't talk shit because you know you have a lot of hard tops out there you know if it wasn't for us bottoms what y'all was gonna do because you know a lot of y'all like to give into the stereotypes of you know there has to be a top and a bottom but i digress anybody else have a comment um well i do identify as a bottom others may say i identify as verse but the girls that know no um, so yeah, um, I just, I don't agree with the bottom shaming aspect just because me personally, I don't let tops talk to me any type of way. Okay. Um, hello. I'll, hello. Put a, I'll put a top in their place before they put me in my place. Okay. And I guess that's why some tops don't, you know, fuck with me as much because okay. I don't really, you know, I don't, I'm not the submissive type, you know, like Period. I'm not going to just talk shit all the time. Like, obviously, you know, I try to be submissive. This bitch likes to fight. <laughs> He's Not a fighter. True. He's a fighter. He's False. a fighter. False. Anyways, um, <laughs> I just don't take shit, you know, and that's just how I am. Like, I'm period. not going to let nobody shame me, period, you know. And I also feel like a lot of people, I feel as though a lot of tops have an entitled personality. Like, yeah, I'm topping you, this is that, just based off the position. But you also have to consider, first of all, are you doing a good job? And a lot of times, bottoms will lie. A lot of times, bottoms will lie. And let me tell you something to a lot of you tops out there. It's not a flex to have a big dick and not know how to use it. It's not a flex to have a big dick and not how to use it. Because what you're doing with the magical tool for Mickey Mouse and you're just willy-nilly walking up down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you don't know what the fuck to do. And just because it's big don't mean that the sex is good. Okay, hello. Hello. What the fuck do I even say to you niggas? Like... I feel like, I feel like with tops, a lot of them bottom shame as a sense of control. Like a lot of tops like their um, position because it's very controlling, not necessarily for the pleasure, but the fact that I'm in a dominant position and I'm controlling you right now, mm-hmm. which, you know, could be rooted in some shit that you might need to see therapy for. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. But um, yeah, quit the bottom shaming. You don't feel what we feel and you will never feel what we feel because you feel as though it demeans your position as a manly man or a dominant top but bottom shaming is lame period i also had another part to say i don't give a fuck who you are like i don't care if you have the biggest dick on this planet as a motherfucking top bitch me personally if i spend 30 plus minutes in the bathroom douching for you okay not eating for you all day to please you i mean granted it's for me too but but to please you and you talk to me crazy, I'm going to put you in your motherfucking place. And that's on period. Hello. Play with your mama pussy. Don't play with me, bitch. Okay, period. Um, I also feel like... God, I don't know how to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I also feel like tops... I don't know. It's like... It's a sense of power for a lot of them. It's a sense of power. Like, I feel like you have some tops that don't even fuck you because they want to fuck you. They want to fuck you because they like to... They like to say, like, hey, I did that shit, you know? And then here comes in the bombs and like, oh, you a hoe, your pussy loose, this and that, da-da-da-da-da. Like, 
it's not that deep, you know? It, it's never that deep to ever, like, demean a person for their position, especially if they're opening themselves for you in this position. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have some people that really enjoy this position, like me and Johnny. But I know, I know, like, with me, personally, as a power bottom, as a power bottom, I'm, the tops are going to enjoy the sex more than me. Because me being me being a power bottom and me doing the do and me being the dominant one in the situation, tops don't know what the fuck to do with me. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck to do. They'd be like, oh, shit, I don't have to do work. Well, well, what do I do now? But somehow there's still, like, bottom shaming lingering within the air. And that's fucking crazy to me. That's crazy. Honestly, I think my experience might be a little different from y'all because i'm gonna keep it real with you g i i'm about to pass the mic to ivy because i gotta hear from another ladalo beam but ain't no motherfucking top ever shame me because one thing about me after you get your lick i want mine and i mean that literally but <laughs> listen um i do know like some I, I like to call them super studs. If you are one, I apologize. I'm sorry. There's no other better name. This is appropriate. That's, I mean, that's the only people I have a problem with bottom shaming because I'm going to keep real with you. A lot of, well, not a lot of studs, but some studs, they either like to appear or they like to be touch-me-nots. If you a touch-me-not, don't hit me up. Don't add me on Insta. I'm sorry. That's not my vibe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can be friends. We can be friends. But like... Yeah, I don't have that problem. I guess I I have a bad enough bad enough attitude that someone with that much arrogance can never even hold a conversation with me because I'm gonna put that shit in check real fucking quick. I'm gonna be like, I know I'm fam and shit, and I don't I don't fight. I'm not a fight. I'm not saying I'm gonna fight you, but I gonna shit talk you to a point where you can't even think of saying that shit no more. Ivy, what's your experience with bottom shaming? First of all, let me say, there's nothing wrong with being a bottom, power bottom, switch, whatever Exactly. Is. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So all the bottom shamers out there, I got nothing to say. But <laughs> um, I would say bottom shaming, I have been bottom shamed before. I can't say. Um, but that was me in my baby gay phase. You want to spin the block, you could find you could find out about it again. Ah, yes, okay, <laughs> Hello. You trying to spin the block? Let's go. But I would say, as Harriet said about touch me nots, there's like multiple reasons to that. I believe. Um, first coming from bottoms not knowing what to do, mm-hmm. and just us in general not wanting to be touched. If that makes sense, but that's a deeper issue that they gotta figure out. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand. I'm a bottom. What about it? What about it? Um, following up on Ivy, I also feel like a lot of people bottom shame because like Abby was saying, a lot of bottoms don't know what to do. Like, especially in like the gay boy experience, like a lot a lot of boys don't know what to do on the first try. So like if you're a top and you're not being like helpful, if you're not being aware of your bottoms, like the certain needs that they may need, the the aftercare, you know, to let them know, like, hey, it's okay. Niggas just be trying to poke you and expect you to deal with it. First, okay, like, first of all, first, a lot of you niggas don't know how to poke right. Y'all don't know how to, y'all don't know how to do the hokey pokey right, bitch. Y'all really don't motherfucking know. And then y'all expect bottoms to just follow up. But, like, you have to understand, like, you are penetrating a person, <laughs> okay? You're penetrating a person. So you can't just be, like... Oh, take this. Oh, you're supposed to be like this. You supposed no. You're putting your weird fantasy on a person, and that's not okay. Because what's gonna happen when they don't live up to that, babe? <laughs> what next? Basically, what we're saying is you gotta preheat the oven, babe. That's okay. the recipe says preheat to four hundred. Okay. If you put it in too quick, it's just not gonna be right. Like that's it. No, I gotta speak again because these bitches really triggering me right now. <laughs> like, like I said, like the whole you know pre- preparation thing, just in general, is a lot for a bottom. Like, I've been doing this shit for what six years? Not six years. I've been a clock three, four years. I'll say four years. The whole preparation thing is just exhausting, physically, bitch, and mentally. First of all, the shit is exhausting as fuck. Okay, and then you expect me to just fucking give it up to you, and you ain't even appreciative, like. No foreplay, nothing. No foreplay, nothing. You just, literally, you were just treating us like a human sex toy. That's what it is. Like, literally, you just want your fucking nut. 
and I'm gonna get mine. Period. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just I I hate it. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, niggas need to be more generous, and that's it. Period. And like, I don't know. Like, I feel as though in a lot of like tops minds like a lot of like dl curious boys like in their mind of gay sex is okay you suck my dick and then i fuck you and then i leave oh my god and it's no consideration no thought of the bottom it's it's none of that and that shit is crazy and i feel as though we as bottles we need to speak up more because first off the attention and the dick ain't that worth it ain't that worth it and me personally i got a bad attitude but attitude's supposed to match the shit you're supposed to back it up with. And I got some shit to back it up with, okay? I have a question on that, NJ. What do you say to the bottoms that validate that behavior from tops? Because it's some bottoms out here that be on Grinder slash Jack, and they just want to get dogged out like that. They just want to pull up, suck dick, and get fucked. Just that in the third, and then just leave. They don't want to get there. So what do you have to say to them? Um, honestly, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna shame a person for their kink or what they may like. Like if you wanna get dogged out, okay, if you wanna get your cootie cat ripped out, you know, turn the rose into some petals, bitch. If you wanna do all that, go ahead. But like I feel as though that's why conversation and seeing where everyone's head at is really important. Because if I want if I if I'm say if I'm just like looking for sex, right? Which is it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> if I'm just looking for sex, right, and I want good sex as a bottom, and I know like I could back my shit up, and you just come in here to get your nut, like no, you come here, I please you, you please me. That's how it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be very considerate and aware of our bodies and how we act within the moment. But most niggas don't do that. And most studs, which I would which I would believe, I I, you know, I'ma let Harriet and Ivy talk more on that. But you know, I think that's why like conversation is so important to see where people had decide and what they like and what they would want and what how they would want their body to be treated. Because a lot of bottoms, oh child, a lot of bottoms they would go there not necessarily looking for dick, but looking for attention and end up with dick. Right. So when they end up with the dick instead of the attention and their body basically gets violated and treated, however, you know, then then it's a fucking problem. (sighs) Bottoms to the ones that at least at least want good and genuine, you know, good fucking sex. Be be very communicative. Talk about what you need. Talk about what your body needs, how you need to be treated. And if a nigga don't want to do that, let him leave. Let me tell you something. If a nigga knows how to nut, he better know how to fuck. And a lot of these niggas just know how to nut. And that's a problem. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. I can't really speak on studs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, like a stem girly, like soft mask, maybe. Have you ever had an experience with a stud that just basically wanted to get their nut? No, I actually, I have like PTSD by association when it comes to studs. Like I had a friend and she was always going through it with a stud um, girlfriend. And that was law for me. Um, the one time I give like a masked person a chance, I'm saying mask because the person wasn't black. Um, they did some really misogynistic shit. Oh. When I tell you, okay, this is why I talk shit about like a lot of masked lesbians. I love y'all, but... This person had me confuzzled, to say the least. Fucked up. This bitch, I don't know if y'all ever heard about it, but it's like the lock and key method. It's like what misogynists use to say, oh, a guy is a key and he can lock a lot of locks. That means like he's the master key, but a lock that is unlocked by a bunch of keys is just like a useless lock. So imagine me sitting on FaceTime listening to shit, like wondering how the fuck I going to ghost this person. Because I feel like at that point I don't I don't I you don't deserve an explanation. In touching back and what MJ said about communication, I feel like it goes both ways, especially with studs or mass um, women. They like to put out, but how would I say not get it back? But we could be fucking. You could teach me how to fuck you while we fucking. Why not? Right. Hey. Why not? Yeah. 
so you know speaking about you know tops and bottoms and masks and fans i don't know if anybody else had this experience but i usually attract people who are more masculine than me because i'm pretty femme at the end of the day this what it is i like you know lip gloss as being i'm gonna I'm give you some but not so much but anybody else realize like sometimes when you're with someone who's more masculine than you they feel the need to be like oh yeah i'm more masculine i'll protect you like first of all we're both girls I don't like I respect that you want masculine, but don't be bringing them motherfucking stereotypes around me. Like I acknowledge that you're a girl. I love that you're a girl. I don't need you to act more masculine when we out and stuff. Like now if now if you be a little overprotective, I'm not gonna lie, that's kinda sassy, bro. You try to say, Oh, it's man or whatever. But it's like I don't want those heteronormative stereotypes. Like, it's not a man and woman relationship. It's a same-sex relationship. It's a reason for that, you know? I feel the same way um, for MLM. Um, I don't know. I just, I I personally am masculine <laughs> myself. And I like, I like, and I like. You are fucking I, No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I attract and tend to go for men that are masculine. So, like. Sorry if this triggers something that allies out there, but like my go-to normally is like masked man. Like if you're more femme, probably not interested. I gave it a try once and you know, I wasn't, you know, it was it was cool. It wasn't bad. You know, I enjoyed it, but I probably would never do it again, honestly. Um, but when I'm with masculine men, other masculine men, I do see what you mean. Um, they do try to be more mask appealing. And I'm like, you can't be more masculine, both guys, you know, like yes yes i'm a bottom for you but like you know you don't have to try to make your balls seem like they're bigger than mine type thing you know like you want me to be so submissive to you like why why we're both guys right it's just fucking weird following up on what johnny and harriet said me personally since i am femme and non-binary i've come across a lot of like friendships and relationships with men where they feel so they need to be more masculine more dominant and y'all know me well y'all know me <laughs> y'all know me i got an attitude i got a well i don't have like a horrible attitude like if you see me in public we can say hi okay we can key but like you know when it comes to a lot of men i, I tend to have an attitude so and it's so weird because i would see i would see a nigga who i'm talking to he would be so masked with me. He would be so dominant. But when he talking to his homegirls, he's one of the fans. And I see nothing wrong with that. Quite frankly, if you have a mixture of femme and mask, you are welcome this way. We love a man who can tap in, tap out, okay? A man who's comfortable within his femininity and masculinity. We love that. AKA me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, quite frankly, I, l- I love that shit. I don't know, like, if I'm fucking with a nigga, I want to see both sides of him because I feel as though both sides have, like, both secrets of the person. And I just feel as though you should feel comfortable enough to not put on a persona. You shouldn't, you should feel comfortable enough to not put on, put on a mask. And I also feel as though that's kind of like, it falls on a control thing. Like, you feel as though you need to be in charge. And that's weird. That's weird because you can't control me. Like, I know you mentioned the people who, like, between mask and femme, you know, you might identify as, like, you know, no label. You might identify as STEM. I love you guys, STEM. STEM, <laughs> femme. Listen, if you cute, we can talk. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I actually, like, was with someone who was STEM, and I felt like when they were out with their girls, it was more feminine. But, like, with me, they feel they felt the need to be more masked and I'm not blaming them like in any way but it's like it's such a societal thing like even in our little community they feel the need to be more masked around me so they could fit into you know what a lesbian couple is supposed to look like and that like I said I'm not upset with them but like that shit pissed me off because it's like I hate the way society has us trained to think someone has to be the man relationship Mm because realistically nobody do and I know you're talking about having a badass attitude, but bitch. Okay. The way I Hello. speak, the way I speak to my friends, listen, it's all out of love, but it definitely comes out in a different way. This bitch is mean. 
let me tell you something. This bitch is like, this bitch is like four three, and she thinks she's six eight. Okay. First of all, I'm five two and a half. Goodbye. Thank you very much. On a warm, sunny <laughs> summer day. But one thing about me. Listen, I'm going to step up. I'm going to say what I have to say. I'm going to get it off my chest. You ain't got to worry about it. Ain't nothing going to keep me up at night. <laughs> like, yeah. Do I need to be acting my size? Maybe. But ain't nobody stopped me yet. So. <laughs> um, Piggybacking off the topic, I have a question for you guys. Have you guys ever, like, been with somebody or, like, been talking to somebody and you got the question? So who's the boy or the girl in a relationship? I never got that question either because, like I said, I'm pretty fam. So like a lot of niggas that I fuck with, they're already they're already kind of aware of their position. <laughs> <laughs> they're already kind of aware of their position. So I, I, I personally never experienced that. Sure but if a <laughs> if a if a nigga ever asked me some shit like that, I don't know. I would tell him go ask his mom and his dad because obviously that's the straight people who taught him that shit. Oop, oopsie. <laughs> well. Am I the other person in the room who's gotten that question? Yeah. Probably because I'm masked, huh? Yeah. Well, I've gotten that question before, and it's like... I just feel like y'all can't see the way the room is looking at this motherfucking bitch. I don't know what makes Johnny think that he's masked. I feel like the only reason he presents as masked is because his job. Otherwise, this bitch would be prancing around here, twerking and all that bullshit. Might even try some lashes. I don't know. Girl, this this bitch no. put my wig on a couple times. So Girl, you want to be masked so bad. Oh, it's so not given. Oh they want to be spam so bad. Like Girl. I only get more fem because I'm around them so much. That's, That's the only reason why. Anyways, yeah, I've gotten this question. I've gotten this question before and it's just like awkward. I just give them like a dumbass fucking look. I'm like, neither one of us, nigga. Wait, so multiple times? Yeah, because my job, like, they always ask dumbass questions like, so who's a girl in a relationship? Um, moving on to the next topic. You know, I just want to call out these lesbians out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of different types of women loving women. You don't have to be lesbian, you know, you could be bye you'll be pan you'll be i don't know you can love whoever the fuck you want but that is definitely an issue when it comes to biphobia and you know multi-sexuality in our community because i'm gonna keep it real with you i know so much lesbians you know woman loving women they be like oh i'd never date a bi girl because what if they leave me for a man but y'all be chasing after these straight girls y'all be thinking that's a prize or something you know what? i'm a hundred ivy no discrimination to bi people love you guys um it's just not for me just you know telling people why i don't know i just don't find men appealing or attractive and as it comes to like the multi-sexuality part i'm very confused about my sexuality i don't know what the fuck i am but it does not have straight in it i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have that one in it um every letter but this it's not a part of the community but you get what i'm saying you know i mean i tried to be bi once that was like stop on the way to lesbian for me obviously i definitely respect you know bi people pan people any other multi-sexuality i'm thinking of but damn forgot my i lost my track <laughs> but um yeah even when i identified as bi i realized i still didn't want to have sex with men it really was still not my jam i I personally, I don't feel like I enjoy it as much. But blessed are you if you could, like, nut from either, like, of those genders or whatever you like. Because me, I can only reliably reach there with women. So. People listening, it's been great. But now it's time for a fam shot. <laughs> if you got your look, a bitch. If you got some alcohol, alcoholic beverage that's not absinthe pick it up and let's take a shot right now that shit is warm <laughs> i feel so warm right now <laughs> y'all ever took a shot and then you just feel so hot in the chat so since harry the doll started calling people out let, let me let me call some femmes out now let me just say i love you femmes so much my people my girls my gays my days i love y'all so much but um, to the non-black femmes, a lot of you get 
your queerness and your femininity mixed up with Abe. And that's a problem, babe. I notice a lot of like <coughs> white twinks. <coughs> what would happen is they would get so comfortable in their sexuality and they would get so open with themselves that they found themselves acting out, not acting out, mocking the black community, specifically the language Ave or braids, twists, just different things and different aspects of the black community that are for the black girls, black gays, black days. And it feels though that adds as an aesthetic to their queerness, but they don't understand that that holds culture. No, y'all understand that holds culture. Y'all, you guys are fully aware that that holds culture that's attached to the black culture, but y'all like it as an aesthetic for your queerness. Hmm. Honestly, the weird thing is, I feel like for the women loving women community, it's the opposite. It's like some non-black people equate their masculinity with blackness. Cause sweetie, why you got braids? Mm-hmm. Your hair's about to fall out. You look at you now you should be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Like that ass. Like, Ivy, do you know what a hey mama lesbian is? Mm-hmm. Wanna tell people what it is? It's basically I think it's just gonna come off trifling. I can't sugarcoat it or anything. <laughs> it's basically like a white mass presenting woman that basically looks like a stud, if that makes sense. And in case you weren't aware, if you are white on a mask, you are not a stud. You're not a stud. I, I don't want to say the word on here because I don't want Spotify to say I'm encouraging hate speech because that's what it's gonna come off as. But if you're a white and mask, you are simply mask. <laughs> If you are black and mask, they be with stuff. Just piggybacking off what MJ said about the, you know, white twinks, um, just taking black things like getting braids and stuff. I can't tell y'all how many times. Bitch, on a nail. I haven't, bitch. I can't tell you how many times I have got into it on TikTok with these white. You know, twinks like doing the most. Girl. You know, be killing me the way they cut their hair so short in the front to get edges. No, that shit is so no. embarrassing. The, like, sticky buns, sticky buns. You don't know the what the fuck is sticky buns? He's the one that's he's a, like TikTok and he was like on live and he was like using a brush to like brush his edges with like water and like they was tearing his up. They was tearing his ass up on fucking live, bitch. It was yeah. the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Anyways. I digress. Um, y'all need to knock that shit off, bitch, because this is getting fucking weird. And they reading y'all asses every motherfucking day about that shit, bitch. Cut it out. It's not for you. When those fucking braids after they put them in your motherfucking hair and they slip out because your fucking hair texture is not made for it. When you learn, stop it. You're just wasting your money at this point. Yeah, bitch. Don't do that shit. And y'all began so tight when we tell y'all, like, hey, you're culturally appropriating. Y'all be catching offense. What the fuck? I never seen some shit like that. Like, bro, they would catch so much offense. But now you're looking stupid with alopecia. So who's really the dumb one? Listen, like, I don't know if y'all, like, do this because clearly, like, the black trans women are the motherfucking leaders in this community. Period. Talk your shit all you want, but that's it and that's all. Marsha P. Johnson, listen, I know she was that bitch. The fucking bitch. And you could say, oh, you know, she's iconic and shit. But do not steal that woman culture. This is not what she fought for. Uh-huh. Like, it's cute and shit. But at the end of the day, y'all have to realize it's a cultural thing. It's the reason we do these things. And like, while, you know, while you was growing up, we were seen as ghetto. And this shit is style all of a sudden. Like, I don't, okay, random off topic rant. But y'all remember when twerking, like the whole word became a thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all. I don't know about y'all, but I've been doing this shit for decades. My mom okay. could have teach me how to do that shit. Okay. My Grammy could have taught me how to do that shit. That's nothing new. It's new to you. And as always, whenever something is new to, you know, the people who ain't with that shit, they give it a whole new name. Did you hear about the Hailey Bieber shit where she used like lip liner and gloss and she giving it like a weird ass name? First of all, when I was five, I was in my mom's makeup drawer getting my ass whooped for doing that shit. It's not new. It's really not. It's not But new I digress. Yeah, stop that shit. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying. Quit that shit. And I don't know. It's just, it's just so insane to see people play in our face and hold something as if it's theirs. 
And the crazy thing is, like, when they hold it, they feel as though they need it for their queerness. We don't even need it for their for our queerness, you know? This is a part of our Blackness, which is with our queerness that simultaneously lives within us. But y'all don't want to get that. Y'all just want to get, y'all just want to get these braids. Y'all just want to get these twists. Ciao. Good luck. Child, anyway, our next topic is the whole lot of whole lot of. We're gonna be talking about the labels of femme and mask, and you know, anywhere in between and their impact. Like, I'm off to start off first. I totally understand when people be like, I really don't believe in labels, labels are stupid. I 100% agree with you. I feel like we use labels so we can identify and feel comfortable within the community, but at the same time, it's it's not good for our community to constantly feel the need to put labels on things because then you have the stereotypes that come with them. Literally, we're not heterosexual people. So why do we feel the need to mimic like the language of heterosexual people and put it into our culture? Like mask is masculine, femme is feminine. And we both know at the end of the day, we relate that to people who look like a traditional man, look like a traditional woman. And it's fucking stupid. I don't want the heteronormative heteronormative is not for me i don't i don't want that traditional shit like i'm not saying people don't but i feel like that's idea we need to get rid of because it's not doing us any good you know piggybacking off of what harriet harriet was saying about the um heteronormative of mask and femme and the labelizations um the thing is like with non-binary femme people like me i don't really have a choice but to not fit in those stabilizations because I literally can't fit in it. <laughs> I literally can't fit in it. It's not for me. And I can't force myself in that shit neither. <laughs> and I'm really happy because I've had a lot of negative experiences with it growing up, not being able to fit into the heteronormative standards of society. But I'm happy to realize like I have my own aesthetic. I have my own style. I have my own way of thinking that doesn't necessarily involve the shit that was passed down and taught by numerous amounts of straight people who were taught by numerous amounts of white straight people. Ooh. And child, that's uh, that's something we're going to get into another time, child, because we could really get into that. But with the heteronormativities of mask and femme within the LGBTQ plus community, obviously that came from the heteronormative standards of society, like what, how a man should be, how a woman should be. And we ourselves growing up within this heteronormative society, we take those teachings and we bring them into our um, gay ass lives and our gay ass relationships. And it doesn't fit. It wasn't meant to fit. We were never meant to fit. So we shouldn't try to, we shouldn't try to like fit ourselves in these heteronormative standards. But in all honesty, since it is a teaching that was passed down, at some point, you at your grown-ass age or young-ass age, whatever the fuck, you have to learn these type of things that you can't even fit in. You have to unlearn yourself and you have to heal from. So, yeah, babe, start that journey. So, piggying back from what Michael and Harriet said about the LGBTQ community trying to fit like heterosexual qualities into our own relationships. I think that comes from like internalized homophobia. And I don't care what nobody says. If you're a gay, you're going to have that in your mind, buried in the back of your mind, deep in the trauma. And that's just for you to get out of it and unlearn it and realize that this is your journey. It's not nobody else's. You have to Figure things out on your own for yourself. Don't let anybody live through you. You have to live for you. Moving on to next subtopic. We have mask for mask, femme for femme. How we feel about that? Because I would keep it real with you. I love to see that uh -huh. shit. I feel like it looks uh -huh. extra gay. Is uh -huh. it just me? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, not only are you breaking like the heteronormative and the queer stereotypes, y'all just fine as fuck. I don't know. I don't know. It's something... I think it's also because you don't rarely like see it. It's just something so sexy about seeing a fan with a fan. Like, look at you two pretty bitches. You Let's know, say. like you you ever seen like a stem with a stem, like a switch with a switch? 
listen, it's giving choo-choo. And if you know what that means, you know what that means. <laughs> you girls will get it, get it. The girls are down. <laughs> I definitely agree with MJ um, on the fem, um, for fem thing. Mask for mask is pretty like normal in our community, I feel like, because that's just what like everybody looks for. If you go on an app, that's normally what everybody wants. They're looking for mask. Um, you rarely may see somebody looking for fem, but like mask for mask is normally what they're looking for. Um, but fem for fem, like I was on Instagram the other day and I saw like this fem couple together and I was like, this is different. And I was like, I love this for them. Like, you know, me personally, I still, I like mask men, but for them, I love that for them. And I love people, you know, who are doing that, you know, like continue it, keep it up. Like two bad bitches, period. And um, I just love that you guys are breaking those stereotypes because a lot of people will get comfortable with themselves, comfortable with their gender and with their sexuality and still find themselves fitting these heteronormative ideas. But just to see you as a femme, being attracted to a femme, bitch, you're breaking stereotypes, generational curses, and I know the sex is good. <laughs> I just know it's fire. So shout out to you, bitch. You're doing the motherfucking thing. And it's just something about pretty people being with pretty people. It makes the room, it makes the room brighter. I don't know. It's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I lo I love pretty people being with pretty people. Not that I'm saying anybody's ugly, but but you know. They're like, we're together. You can't sit with us. <laughs> and I'm like, that really makes me want you long. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is that a king? I don't want to find out. You know, <laughs> you know, kinks are linked to trauma. Anyway, next topic. <laughs> next topic. Next topic. Um, do you think Dom Femme and Power Bottom is the same thing? Because Dom Femme is like a thing we use in our community. It's like she feminine, but in the sheets though, she'll fuck your shit up. I feel like I mean I would count myself as a dominant femme. I feel like dominant feminine dominant femmes, that's more of like a persona. Like you can look at a person and be like, you femme, but you could tell you dominant. You know what I'm saying? But Power bottoms, that's something you, you got to find out. Now, me, I just so happen to be the prettiest fish in the sea who just so happen to be a dominant femme in a power bottom. So, um, I don't know. Me being me, I can say that it fits me. It fits perfectly, you know? Like, the shit sits and it sits pretty. I don't feel like it's the same thing, personally, because um, I want to say I'm a power bottom to a certain extent. And personally, when I see like, or when I'm angry, um, I don't see myself as a dom fam because I flip the switch really quick when I'm pissed off. And I like, I try to show the person that I'm with, like, you're not more of a nigga than I am. Like, I'm gonna show you that I'm a nigga too type thing. So like, you know, I try to stand on my tippy toes, like, you know, get taller, you know, show off that I'm masculine as well. Like, square the fuck up, you know, like you want smoke, what's good, you know, type shit, you know? So I don't feel like they're the same thing. I feel, I see what you're like, how the connection can be made. But personally, I just don't see it. Um, me personally, it's so funny that you said that too, because like, like how you were saying, you trying to show him that you a nigga too, mm -hmm. and he can't up on you. I want to show you I'm a bitch, and I'm a bitch you out. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm, I want to be like stern mm -hmm. in my femininity and be like, yeah, this is me. What you gonna do about it, mm -hmm. pussy? Call him a pussy mm -hmm. just to add some spice mm -hmm. to it. I feel like Dom Finn and Power bottom could be the same thing because in the sheets we gonna match each other's energy if i'm a power bottom i'm gonna fuck back while you fucking me right yeah. and if i'm a dom fam I'm, I'm gonna show you what it is and what it's not so i believe it's the same thing Ooh, speaking of that, y'all ever like fuck with someone who like some in the streets, mask in the sheets, so vice versa. I, I want to get some tea today. I don't know. I feel a little spicy. You know, we already missed the week. We got a little, get a little sus on them. Um, unfortunately for me, I never fuck with a nigga who like I fuck with a nigga who was comfortable in this femininity, but I have never fucked with like a nigga who was apparent feminine. Am I open to it? Mm, depends on the nigga. <laughs> depends mm -hmm. on the nigga. But um, if you feminist streets, masking the sheets, you sexy as fuck. I just want to say that I ain't got shit. I was say you just fine as fuck. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have never messed with someone who is feminine in the streets, masking the sheets. I have messed with a femme though, and she was a switch. Great time. But... 
as Michael said, am I open to it? More than open to it. Like, do I need to drop the Addy right now? Let's go. Period. Period. That's for someone who's like masculine. She's kind of feminine. I don't know. Um, I'm not gonna lie. That shot. Okay. <laughs> it's messing with my memory. It's, it's just a, just a wee bit. bit. Just a wee bit. By the way, I am 21, so don't talk shit. But <laughs> yeah, I I stand. I stand. Whatever. Listen, I'm young. I'm pretty. If it's any time to explore, it's now. And don't forget that. Listen. You are in your 20s. If you listen to this, you're most likely in your 20s, maybe less. If there is a time to wear them slutty clothes mm-hmm. and be pretty as fuck, it's now. Because you don't know when your body going to go. I'm going to say that. I ain't wishing shit upon y'all. But don't be like, oh, you're so young. You're showing all your... This is now. Your body's probably never going to look better than yep. you right now. And moving into our next topic, girlies. This topic is called, is it my attire or just the way you're thinking? So they know I've been kind of excited about this topic because I kind of wanted to talk some shit. So this topic is basically focusing on men or mass people um, treating women or femmes are not, I'm sorry, men or mass people not treating us based on how we are dressed, but based on their perception which is mainly derogative, especially if you're a Black woman or a Black femme. So, from my experiences and what I see from my girls' experiences, a lot of men came into situation with the girls or just femmes already having a negative belief about us, despite them being interested. The belief is normally rooted in misogynistic behavior taught in their homes and their environments. So, so it would normally only take a slight disagreement one argument on one outing with the girls for him to call us a hoe, disloyal, or anything in the book. I noticed this trend is something a lot of men learn from their fathers, unks, or any other older nigga who exudes that so-called alpha male persona. So with them already coming and trying to be in situations with women or femmes, that negative perception normally unfolds and shows their true genuine colors. And it's just, like, obviously... If you a nigga, or if you a top, whatever, or just a mask or a stud, and you listening to this, you need some healing, baby. You got to do some unlearning shit. Because for you to already expect the worst, not necessarily rooted in trauma, but rooted in the shit that has been taught to you, for you to just expect me being a hoe or disloyal and just bring that shit out based on my attire, because y'all know me, I like to have my ass out. I have a very nice ass, and I like to have it out. So, and I'm going to dress however the fuck I want to dress. And I notice a lot of studs, masks, men, trades, whoever the fuck, whenever we dress a certain type of way, they automatically go to the point of, oh, you dressing like that for another nigga's attention or another stud attention. First of all, first of all I barely like you. <laughs> let's, let's start with that. You're good, babe. I barely like you. You think, you, you like, come on, really think about it. Like, I barely want to catch your attention. You think I want to catch some other niggas' attention? If you're going to be anything, be fucking for real. Please. I just want to say, I don't even know if I ever had this problem because it's really... I'm sorry. I zone out the minute someone starts talking bullshit. I don't even hear what the fuck you're saying at that point. But stop judging bitches for how they dress. I literally just said... And I'm sorry to say bitches. Everybody is a bitch in my book. Stop judging people for how they dress. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to dress... I want my titties out. Okay. I, I'm going to show some leg. Okay. I'm ready to shave some booty or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you think I'm a slut, thank you. That was the point. <laughs> that was the point. And you ain't going to never know my body count. Want to know why? Because you're too caught up on the bullshit. You probably even going to talk to me. You're going to be like, oh, she's so sexy. Because obviously that's what they think. They don't think you're just a hoe. They think you look good as fuck. Mm-hmm. And they just don't want to say it. They want to bring your ego down. So they'll be like, okay, I have a chance now that she thinks mm-hmm. she ain't the shit. But bitch, you are. Don't let them motherfucker tell you how to dress. Do they have a ring on your finger? Even if they do, let's reconsider that. Because mm-hmm. ain't no way it's this early into a relationship or in a relationship at all. A motherfucker could be like, I'm so insecure in our relationship that you need to dress a certain way. Well, step your game up, bitch. Take me on a date. Give me some money. Then exactly. you would never have a damn thing to worry yeah. about. 
that I also think is really important to like before you get in those situations, you gotta understand who you get into these situations with. Because if you meet a bad bitch as a bad bitch, she's just not gonna stop being a bad bitch. And sure as hell not for you. Sure as hell not for you. And like like Harriet was saying, babe, you deserve somebody who is secure in themselves to know that you are bad as fuck and you are good as fuck and you coming back home to whoever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like you deserve that type of acknowledgement, that type of attention and that type of security too. And it's just so crazy because like a lot of niggas, studs, masks, whatever, a lot of them would... A lot of them would blame, like, another nigga for the way that we be dressing. But, like, I don't think a lot of men realize, like, most times, especially as femmes, I'm not getting cute just for myself. I'm getting cute for the other girls, gays, and days, the other femmes. Because from my experience, not calling you niggas out, but a lot of you niggas going to give attention to anything with a hole and a birth certificate and at a legal age drink. And that's some of (laughs) y'all. And that's some of y'all. So, I don't know, like. Especially if you a femme and you got some femme friends, you got to let them know they badass bitches. And you got to let them know, like, hey, you deserve to be acknowledged. You deserve to be appreciated. Because one thing about my girls right here, we going to talk to each other so down bad. But when I tell you they bad as fuck, and I'm going to keep reminding them that they bad as fuck, okay, and that's what we femmes deserve. And that's the type of people we deserve around us. Also, I don't think this issue only comes from mass or study. It also comes from like your family, your friends. Mm-hmm. They also like to project like their insecurities onto you. And I'm gonna dress however I want. Yeah. I'm gonna show out. I know I'm bad. You can't convince me otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? So that's just not it. I'm kind of just piggybacking off of everybody as a whole. It all just deals with fucking either you're insecure as fuck about your relationship. You are dealing with trauma that happened in the past and you just haven't recovered for that shit and you need to seek therapy. Or you just a controlling ass human being and you need to seek therapy again. And that's that. You know, I realize we recommend therapy at least three times each episode. <laughs> therapy is good, y'all. It's so good. So I've heard I can't afford it. <laughs> but it'd be like that. Um last topic for the day you know you know you go out you see a really pretty girl like how you know she down like how you know she just not straight how i know she not straight first of all i'm gonna give her the eyes so if she feeling me she won't smile at me and she smiling at me then i know she gay but like physical like attributes i'd say certain piercings or the way how she dresses or how she speaks you just gotta know you gotta know i feel like every gay person has a gay daughter like you know when you know you know i feel like for me personally like i don't know like sometimes my gaydar be like on point actually i don't think my gaydar has ever failed me i think i just be down myself a lot because like i don't ever want to like assume a person's sexuality like i don't want to do that like but i know like for me personally if i'm trying to find out if a nigga gay or not i can't even say if he's looking on my ass because if i walk in a room everyone's looking at my ass (laughs) everyone's looking at my ass so i can't really say that and plus i can't really tell if niggas be looking at me because i'd be disassociating like a motherfucker so i could be looking over here and maybe i'm just looking his direction (laughs) or like i don't know like i can never tell and you know i'm kind of an awkward person so like if you see me come talk to me please because if you just staring at me I'm going to turn around. <laughs> I'm not going to stare back. I'm going to turn around. Okay? Um, I'm in the same boat. Um, me personally, um, like, I can't control my facial expression. So, if you're staring at me, I'm going to assume you're trying to fight unless you're, like, smiling. So, like, um, me personally, I think I have a pretty good gait. Or, um, some ways I try to figure out if people are, you know, DL or, like, gay or not is, like, if we meet in person, obviously, you know, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to tell you to follow you on their socials. Uh, if we meet through an app, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to tell you to follow you through their socials. So the gay community, you know, a lot of gays follow each other, let's be honest. So if I click on your Instagram profile and you got 10 plus gay followers, you're DL. You're DL, baby. If you got 20, you're not fooling nobody but your motherfucking grandma on the bitch. Stop playing. 
in our face. You're not fooling nobody. You like penis or you like booty hole. That's that. I'm not going to lie. I don't really be knowing. Like, I be trying to look for some gay-ish stuff, you know. I'm not going to lie. I, I swear I know some straight girls have a septum, but I ain't never met a bitch with a septum that wasn't at least willing to try, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, other than that, you know, I look for low pride stuff because as a femme, I, I be in public. I don't want to get confused with straight girl because mm-hmm. I... I hate men so much. I feel like y'all should know if I'm walking down evil and somebody could attest to this. The minute a man try to haul at me and shit, I'd be like, absolutely the fuck not. Reminder, I'm 5'2", so maybe I need to be around people who fight. But still, <laughs> like, I don't even know it. Like, Ivy be doing, probably because she's femme too. So it's like, it's hard to like identify like other femmes because it's like, are you queer? Are you just like wearing certain stuff? Because I don't know. Because, you know, I don't know. I guess, like, tomboy is kind of, like, a star right now. I don't fucking know. But, yeah, sometimes you got to be looking. See how they look at you back. If someone say, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty, don't say thank you. Be like, oh, my gosh, you're so pretty. What's your Insta? What's your number? Can I? Never mind. But. (laughs) I got to have some shots in me before I do that, babe. Mm -mm. Is she looking fine? I'm looking fine. I'm going to be like, hey, what's up? (laughs) What's good? Maybe it's because I'm a bottom. Let's say we could straight girl kiss. Damn. I feel it's like fine. I feel like I'm so used to niggas coming up to me. Like I'm so used to niggas like just talking to me that I mean like I could talk to a nigga. I really could. It's not really fair. It's more so pride because for me to try to talk to a nigga and then that nigga, no. or if he say no or I'm straight, babe. If I could learn how to cut out a piece of memory and remove it from my brain, bitch, I'm doing that. That never happens. What? Bitch. Pride. I'm sorry. Pride wins, babe. <laughs> Pride wins. So you come talk to me, babe. I just don't, like, haven't personally ever done it. Like, walk up to somebody in the club and be like, hey, what's your Instagram? What's your number type thing? Maybe it's because, like, I'm always the one who gets approached because, like, I'm going to just look at you and smile at you all night, you know? And if you're returning the favor, then eventually you're going to walk up. I'm not moving because <laughs> I want to see if you're, you know, that's attractive. You know, if people are approachable, like approach you, like you're like, ooh, he's bold. You know, he's confident. I like that shit. That's what I like personally. So I'm going to give you the time, you know, to get over your anxiety, you know, to walk up. But um, me, no, baby. And if I feel like there's some way that you're going to like not be interested, then I'm not going to try it because then that's a hit to my pride and I'm a Leo baby. Pride is like what I live off of, you know? So I got a question for you. So you've never like approached a guy and say, oh, you find this fuck? Never in my life. Maybe on an app, but never in person. I said that to a stud one time, then I walked off because I got scared. So I'm not gonna lie, but we have, we have been talking about, you know, heteronorms. Oh. So as a fam, I'm gonna take one for the team because you know, I'm not seeing nobody. Ain't nobody going to beat my ass that I know of. So next time I'm at the club, I will, you know, for my community, <laughs> I will approach someone. I will let y'all know how that go. If I get embarrassed, if I, if the story goes, oh, I talked to this girl, and the next thing I remember, I was drunk as fuck, that means it didn't go well. So you, if you're going to have to listen to this episode, you better figure that shit out now. <laughs> I feel like, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. I feel like for me, um, I've I've went up to like femboys and I'd be like, you are fucking gorgeous. You are beautiful. Like you are shutting this shit down. But that's not on some like, oh, I'm trying to get with you. Oh, I'm trying to fuck or some shit like that. Like, no, I generally think you're so fucking pretty and you're making me shy. Stop. <laughs> you know, just shit like that. But I don't, I, I, I never like went up to a nigga and be like, you fine as fuck. Let me get your number. No, not until you just saying in oh, just but saying in general. Know. Still no. <laughs> Still no. Listen, I don't. Listen, one thing, you know, not I'm not thanking God for disassociation, right? But I thank God that I disassociate to the point where I don't notice you niggas. And I mean that not in a disrespectful way, but I generally, I like, I really don't be noticing you niggas. Yeah. Oh, well, if we're talking about walking up to, like, fan people and people you're not, like, interested in fucking and telling them that they're pretty, then I do that shit all the time, bitch. Y'all know that when I'm drunk, bitch. Everybody's cute to me. Like, you can be the 
I don't believe anybody's ugly. I honestly think everybody's made in their own way and everybody's beautiful. She's a fucking liar. She's a fucking liar. You're such a fucking liar. Bitch, that's not true. I love everybody. I don't wear your fake top, I know what the fuck about you. You could be... He literally... You literally just called some bitch a lime chop neck asshole last week. You are Girl, that ain't even nothing I was saying. You're a liar. Anyways, like you could be in the corner all alone and I would walk up to be like, you are such a bad bitch, you know, gas you up. Like, I would have to be drunk, obviously, because when I'm sober, I'm mean as fuck. Okay, so now that we're done with all our topics, it's time for a little gamey game. Yay. Now, whether or not these hoes written on something to give us is debatable because Johnny has a look of shock right now. Thank <laughs> you so much for that. But we're going to play Never Have I Ever Fan Edition. Will we be shot in? Most likely. But we'll definitely have a little story to tell if we have done it. So who wants to go first? Never have I ever had to be masculine to check a masculine person. <sighs> who taking a shot? Johnny. Yeah. 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 Gulp, 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 gulp. Yeah, ho. Next one. Next one. Never have I ever had to shut my feminine femininity down t- for the comforts of the straights. <laughs> Johnny's taking another shot. Yeah. Yeah. Never have I ever identified as mask. <laughs> Damn, Johnny. <laughs> that shit tastes good, huh? No. This motherfucker asking for a break. Ain't no breaks at life. You just keep on going. Just keep swimming. swimming. (laughs) Never have I ever questioned my sexuality. Let me just gulp, gulp this real quick. Never have I ever ate vagina. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For the most part. Never have I ever. Never have I ever gotten so mad about the complexion of a mermaid. Sweetie, ain't no dumb bitches in here. <laughs> Never have I ever got HIV tested one night at a gay club and I was too drunk to remember it. Bitch, you trifling as fuck. Michael, you better take that shot. You better take a little gulp because that was too motherfucking detailed. Give us, give us some good shit. Give us some good shit for Johnny. Give us a Give us the tea. I want that shit sweet. Uh-uh. My, bitch, my bitch was negative, by the way. Period. Clean pussy crew. Just, just a reminder while we're playing this game, there's no shame in getting STD tested. There's shame in not getting it. I definitely agree. 100%. If you be fucking, you could get tested. Be growing. And there is no shame in being HIV positive. So this is there's no shame there. There's no shame in being anything positive. The only difference between you and a lot of people is a lot of people got something that was curable and, you know. Let's be honest, like a lot of people end up with shit they don't intend to end up with. But no. c'est la vie, you know, live your life. He still deserves love, you know? I just had to slip that one in there because, you know, I had to do it for my bitch. He wanted to do it, so he was drunk, so I took him okay, to do okay, it. Okay, but hear me out, y'all. I was drunk, okay? Like, I was drunk as fuck this night. When I tell you bottles on top of bottles on top of bottles, like, I woke up and I'm a drinker. You can ask him. I drink, but this night I was really gone. So, like, if I'm shaking ass and I'm in the middle of, like, what, drinking a vodka crayon and this bitch pulls me, he say, come on, we going over here. I say, okay, we going over there. We go outside. I'm taking the test. i like, why am I taking a test right now? <laughs> like, like, I'm not mad about it. Like, I'm not mad about it at all. But I wish I would be sober enough to fucking remember Sorry. it, Jonathan. Sorry. What night was this? Where was I? How Who the was fuck that? would I remember, bitch? Oh, oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Bitch, if you spoke any words into this microphone, I would have fought you like that ass. Oh, no tea, no shave. shave. Back to the game. Anybody else have anything for the game? I don't know. I feel a little messy. John, you feel like drinking again? I really do not. I'm sorry. I think you should make him drink again, babe. For, for showing like yeah. his ass just now. You want to show his fucking ass, so make him drink again. Okay, okay. Y'all made me drink. I had to get y'all back. Never have I ever claimed to be the reason that someone came out of the closet. Oh, 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 oh! Take it to the head. Take it to the head. Take it to the head. Take true. it to the head. 
But it's true. But it's true. Okay, so fucking drink. Bitch. Okay, but like I never said it wasn't. I I never. My, my pussy so good he came out. <laughs> and I'll drink to that one. If your pussy was so good, he would have came in. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I am so sorry. Y'all got anything else with people? Um, we want to thank Ivy for being on our pod today. Woo! We also um got a message from one of our listeners. Um, apparently a friend or family member of theirs came out to their mom. Yes, to you listening, we love you so 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 much. We're so happy that you could have been able to listen and relate to what we were saying and find the courage to come out. First of all, you are the fucking shit. You are the fucking shit. You did your fucking thing. Shout out to you. Shout out. Harriet's taking a shot for you. This is my best way to give you some love from her. I don't know you. I don't have your contacts, but I am so proud of you. I am so happy that you did that. I hope your life is feeling so much better because I know that's such a weight off your shoulders. And we hope everything works out. If needed, please DM us and let us know how things work out. We're interested to know how we can help you in any way. And we appreciate you for finding that courage in your motherfucking self. That is so dope, guys. That's such a confidence boost for us as well and for you as well. Like, I'm glad we could be that wind beneath your wings to help you, you know, give you that push out the door, you know, out of that closet to finally, you know, come out to your mom. So congratulations to you. Um, and I appreciate you for giving us the confidence to know that we're doing our thing with this podcast, even though it was episode one, you know, we got somebody to do something, not God, I don't want to say God, cause I don't want to make it sound like we were the reason we encourage somebody to be able to do something so hard, you know, that's such like, does that just make you feel good as a person? You know, like we appreciate you, like congratulations to you and I hope everything is well. So yeah, with that being said, guys, we are to the end of episode two of OnlyFans. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. And we really, really apologize for not being able to um, post within the last week. But we appreciate you so, 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 so much. You can find us on Instagram at OnlyFans underscore pod. OnlyFans underscore pod, O-N-L-Y-F-E-M-S underscore P-O-D. We love you so, 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 so much. And also, don't forget, if you have any questions or anything you want to hear us to talk about, you can DM us or more than likely there will be a post where you guys could just, you know, put some ideas in. So don't be afraid. And that is the end of episode two. Thanks, fans. I'm Wody. MJ Duh. And Harry. And Ivy. And that is all. See y'all next time.